joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners, dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities, would love to greet you in the name of the voice of the Lord. David is saying to us in Psalm 29 verse 3, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. Mm. It is a voice that is not thundering on the waters of the Mediterranean Sea, not on the waters of the Atlantic or Pacific. The waters are the languages, the nations, the peoples, as the Bible says to us in Revelation 17 verse 15. Mm. The voice of the Lord thunders over many waters. I would love that this water should thunder again and again and again. The God of glory, hallelujah, thunders the Lord is over many waters. I love that you should join this voice over the waters of your nations of the respective nations, of your respective cities, the voice of the Lord that is thundering. That is why I greeted you in the name of the voice of the Lord that thunders over many waters. He is over many waters. Hallelujah. And Jesus said what? Where I am, there my servant shall be also. I love that the voice of the Lord should thunder in your cities and nations. The hour is coming and is already here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of Man. No matter their spiritual death that is on the many waters, no matter the great prostitute that is seated over many waters, the voice of the Lord is going to thunder over many waters. We are on many waters. Verse 4, Psalm 29. The voice of the Lord is powerful. This is extraordinary. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. That is why I greeted you in the name of the voice of the Lord that is over many waters where you are, the nations, the languages, the peoples, and the crowds, the multitudes. There is the voice. I would love that you should share in his voice. The topic I'm going to speak about today is the prophet Isaiah the voice of the voice for the voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The prophet Isaiah, the voice, he was the voice of the voice for the voice. I'm thinking about these things. My topic is condensed, full of many things, but you understand me as I go forward. The prophet Isaiah, comma, the voice of the voice for the voice. I'm going to read with you. In Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 to verse 8. 
The year Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a high throne. And the train of his robe filled the temple above. Each with seraphim, each one had six wings. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. The whole earth is full of his glory. I read it in Psalms. The God of glory thunders over many waters here. Is there. Verse 4. He is a thunder in this voice, not only in the waters, but also in the heavens. Verse 4. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house, hallelujah, was filled with smoke. Hey, 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 hey. That is why I greeted you in the name of the voice of the Lord. And my topic, the prophet Isaiah, the voice of the voice for the voice, he was born. Hallelujah. He was born from this voice. See the following verse 5. So I said, Woe to me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongues from the altar, and he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is purged. And also I heard the voice of the Lord, which is the voice of the Lord, the same voice that shook. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Whom will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. The prophet Isaiah became a missionary sent by the voice of the voice. For the voice. He was born from that voice. And he became the voice that was pioneering the voice. The voice said, who will go for us? Who will speak for us? And I said, here I am, Lord, send me. Then he says, he said, go and tell these people. The voice creates the voice. He became a voice. You are going to become voices. You're going to understand as I speak forward. I entitled my message, the prophet Isaiah, the voice of the voice for the voice. He came from the voice. He received the revelation of the voice in order to become the voice. Hallelujah. Receive the revelation of this voice so that you may become also the voice for the voice. He did not invent this voice. It was a revelation. The year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a high throne and lifted up in the turn of his robe filled the temple. It was by revelation of love that the Lord may reveal to you this voice that you may become the voice of the voice of the voice. You are going to understand me as I go forward. Do not understand. Do not forget that this voice 
came from holiness. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. One of the things that hinders men and women of God to receive the revelation of the voice of the voice is iniquity. It is wickedness and sin. Thanks be to God for the prophet who was aware and he regretted because he had unclean lips that were hindering him from receiving the revelation of the voice from holiness. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. It is he who had the voice that shook the gates of the temple. He was holy. You need purification so that you may receive the revelation of the voice of the voice. He regretted. And heaven and heaven, what a friend we have in Jesus. If we are sincere, you will hear our prayers. And Isaiah was sincere. One of, I say to you, one of the things that is hindering this mystery is the state of our hearts. And our love as the prophet Isaiah, the voice of the voice, Go through holiness and go to the next step, which is the voice. The revelation came first and it brought the prophet Isaiah to an awakening of his conscience and conviction. Heaven has a way to make us pure in order to receive this voice. And they took from the outer a hot coal in order to take away the iniquity by the seraphim. You no longer need the hot cause. You need the blood of Jesus that purifies us from all sin. He knows how to purify you. As Isaiah was purified by the hot charcoal. What he's touching in the scripture is that he is a prophet but with unclean lips. He could not access this voice. Listen to me, pastor and preachers. From chapter 1 to chapter 6, he was already a prophet. But he was carried before the holiness. Because God wanted him to be the voice of the voice for the voice. There are pastors who preach, but they have not yet been purified of their iniquity. Him too, the prophet here, was a prophet. It is one thing. But to be a holy prophet is another thing. And this was Elisha, son of Elijah. What did the woman say? This man is a holy man of God. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Being a prophet is one thing. But being a holy prophet is another thing. And a prophet Isaiah here was a prophet, but he wasn't a holy prophet. That is the problem of the church. There are people who have words. They are Pentecostals who speak in tongues, but they are not holy men of God. You need, you need. The Shulamite said to her husband, this man is a holy man of God. That is where we see Isaiah. There was a need to fix the situation. And when that was fixed, that is when he heard the voice of the Lord. Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Who will speak? And he says, here I am, Lord, send me. And God says, go and tell these people. And Isaiah became the voice of the voice after being sanctified. Because the voice I'm speaking to you about that shakes as you hear as I speak forward was coming from the holiness. 
holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. God is looking for holy men and women of God so that he may transmit to them his voice. It was a voice and he was sent. And if you follow well, he became the voice of the voice. What was this voice? The Christ. The Christ. The Christ is the voice of God. The Christ is the voice that was leading to the voice. Because everything that prophet Isaiah spoke about was with precision. And to us, a child is born. And to us, a son is given. He shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father. He spoke, he spoke of him. We need voices that lead to the voice that is the Christ. Why should you lead to him? Because he has the voice of life. The Bible says the hour is coming and is already here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of Man. He has the voice of the revival of your cities. Lead the cities to the voice of the vo of the city of life. And that is why Philip reached Samaria, he preached the Christ. It was the voice of revival. I'm thinking about women. Women, let no one abuse you. Because the Samaritan woman too preached the Christ. She led her city to the voice of life, the voice of revival. Come and see the one who told me all things about myself. Isn't it not the Christ? It is him. It is him, the Christ. That the Samaritan woman preached and he brought the revival of Samaria and the same Christ. Because she said what? When the Messiah, the Christ will come, he will teach us all things. And Jesus said to her, to her, I am he who is speaking to you. And the voice created a female voice. Hallelujah. And when this female voice entered Samaria, she led, she led to the voice of life. That is why I said Isaiah the prophet was the voice of the voice for the voice. Here also, the, woman, the Samaritan woman was a voice that was coming from the voice. You understand as I speak, the voice produces. It is not a matter of gender. It is a matter of the voice. If you speak by the voice of the voice, you will produce the same effect. The Samaritan woman produced revival, revival. I love that sisters in the world should produce revival by the voice of revival. Receive this revelation as the Samaritan woman received it. Later on, it was a man who produced revival in the same city of Samaria by preaching the Christ in that same city. It was the voice that led to the voice. We need voices, preachers, voices, authentic voices that are born from the authentic voice. As the prophet Isaiah, he was born from the authentic voice that he heard that had shaken the door posts in the foundation. What is the earth? He came from that voice. 
And he spoke, and he spoke. He spoke of Emmanuel. When you read the book of Isaiah, he was a pioneer of the gospel, and I believe Isaiah led Africa to the voice of revival because the Ethiopian eunuch was reading one of the words of the prophet Isaiah. Who has believed our message? Who has believed our message? Because he was speaking about him. He was speaking about the cross of Jesus. Who has believed our message? He rose up before him as a tender shoot. This is the prophet Isaiah speaking in Isaiah 53. Not only did he lead directly to the true voice of life. Africa through Isaiah 53 to the Ethiopian eunuch who has believed our message. He was the voice of the voice. That is why he spoke with precision. And this message led to revival. And this message was explained by the evangelist Philip. This was the voice of the prophet Isaiah. And what is touching in Isaiah 40, we see again a voice born from the voice John the Baptist. John the Baptist was the voice of Isaiah, the voice of Isaiah. Voices, birth voices. God sold a voice in the prophet Isaiah, and the prophet Isaiah birthed a voice that is John the Baptist. Hallelujah. Here is the voice that cries in the desert. Into the voice led to the voice. Prepare the way of the Lord. How can I help you, church of the earth? By this message, I want you to receive the revelation of the voice. It is going to birth voices. And he, he birthed himself as a prophet, as a spokesperson who has believed our message. He believed in his own message, who has believed in what was spoken to us. It was coming from the voice that shakes the heavenly gates in their foundation. That's why I said that Isaiah was the voice of the voice for the voice. He too was going to birth a voice called John the Baptist. The voice of one crying in the wood and has prepared the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Verse 6, the voice said, cry out, and he said, what shall I cry out? All flesh is grass, and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers and the flower fades because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Oh Zion, you who bring good tidings, get up into high mountain, O Jerusalem, you who bring good tidings, lift up your voice with strength, lift up, be not afraid, say to the cities of Judah, behold your God, hallelujah. This was the mission of John the Baptist, behold the Lord is coming with power. 
Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. I'm thinking about this. How the voice of the Lord birthed the voice of the prophet Isaiah. And the voice of the prophet Isaiah birthed the voice of John the Baptist extraordinary and both of them all these voices led to the true voice the Christ Jesus said you read the scriptures thinking that it would give you life but you do not want to come to me in order to have life the voice of life is here the hour is coming is already here when the dead will hear the voice of the son of men and those who hear him will live it is a voice that leads people to live to live for heaven or live for hell I'm warning pagans you are not going to go into hell dead but alive, but you will feel what it means to live in hell. The Bible says it's a voice where the dead will hear the voice of the Son of Man, some for everlasting life, some for everlasting judgment. This is the voice, the true voice. And I'd love to say that even Moses, who received the revelation of the voice of the voice, him too was leading to the Christ. Not only John the Baptist, but also Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 5, both chapter 5, verse 22 of Deuteronomy. These words the Lord spoke to all your assembly in the mountain from the midst of the fire the cloud and the thick darkness with a loud voice and he added no more and he wrote them on two tablets of stone and gave them to me. Moses also was born from the high voice, the voice of the voice. Verse 23. So it was when you heard the voice from the midst of the, dark, of the darkness while the mountain was burning with fire that you came near to me and all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, surely the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness. And we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God speaks with men, yet he still lives. Now therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of the Lord our God anymore, then we shall die. No, no, no. It was the voice from where Moses was born. He too is the voice of the voice to lead to the Christ. Oh, Galatians chapter 3, verse 24. Moses is the voice of the voice leading to Christ. Galatians chapter 3, verse 24. Therefore, the law was a tutor that was leading us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. And Isaiah the prophet and and John the Baptist, the prophet, and the Samaritan woman, Evangelist Philip, and Moses, all were leading to the true voice. That is why my topic is clear and is becoming clearer. The prophet Isaiah was the voice of the voice for the voice. Yes. 
Oh, receive the revelation of the voice, the original voice. They were photocopies of the original voice that shakes the foundations of the heavenly temple. And they laid, all of them laid to the Christ. And Moses laid to the Christ. And I'm thinking of Paul, who heard the voice, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Him too heard the voice and he became the voice for the voice. Yeah. I'll read more today. Second Corinthians 4 verse 5. For we do not preach ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord. And ourselves, your born, we call ourselves your born servants for Jesus' sake. All the apostles who were at the school of the voice became the voice. Today, we are at the school of the voice to become the voice. And in Romans 10, it says their voices have gone to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah and hallelujah. They were at the school of the voice like the Samaritan woman was at the school of the voice and she became the voice of revival. Hallelujah. This is powerful. She became the voice of revival. And the apostle Peter was at the school of the voice of revival and him too became the voice of revival. Hallelujah. The revival exploded in Jerusalem by the voice of the voice. There is neither male nor female. All that we have in common is the authentic voice. All who were at this school, they became the voice of the voice. This is sweet. This is sweet. It is pleasing. It is delicious. He spoke. He spoke. It was the voice, the authentic voice that was coming from the voice. And I'm thinking... That is why I'm saying, learn to go to the address of the voice of God. Like Jesus went to John the Baptist. He was the address of the voice of God that was coming from the authentic voice. When he was being baptized, he began to pray. The heavens opened and the voice was heard. And the voice was heard from heaven. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. And the voice, and the voice, and the voice. They are addresses of the voice. It is John the Baptist who says, I am the voice that cries in the desert. In the desert, he was an address of the authentic voice. And when Jesus went there, you, are, you go everywhere. I discourage people who go to places where they don't preach the authentic gospel. It is not the voice of the Lord. 
I did not speak, but you prophesied. There are many people who do not hear the voice of God, but they prophesy. I did not send you, but you read. Go to the address of the voice, and you receive the revelation as Jesus of Nazareth, who went to the address of the voice, the authentic voice, John the Baptist. And when he was baptized, he began to pray. The heavens was open, and a voice was heard. And Jesus says in the gospel, you have, ne you have never heard his voice. I heard his voice. He has a wonderful voice. And Jesus receives the revelation of the voice of the voice. He became the voice. He became the voice of revival. He, he, he. he followed in the footsteps of his ancestor Ezekiel. He too became the voice of the voice. He was carried in the valley of dry bones. And he said, can these bones live? And God said to him, speak, speak. When we receive, when we receive this voice, when we become this voice, speak, speak, just speak, it will work. Just speak, just speak, just speak. As a Samaritan woman, come and see the one who told me all things I ever did is in Peter Christ. Speak, it will work. And what did Ezekiel do? Ezekiel spoke and it worked because he had received the revelation of the voice of the voice. There are people who speak that they have nothing. The Bible is saying that I did not speak to you, but you prophesied. It is receiving the revelation of the voice before you can speak, like the prophet Isaiah, like John the Baptist. And when Jesus went to the address of the voice, the voice was heard in the heavens. I'm thinking of the Pentecostals. What is the address of the voice? The Holy Spirit. The Bible says, when he will come, he will speak about me. Hallelujah. And you too will speak. I'm thinking about the authentic Pentecostals of the early church who went to the address of the voice of the voice who is the Holy Spirit. It is not a person who invented these things. It is Jesus who said it. When he will come, the spirit of comfort and truth, he will speak about me. The Holy Spirit also is in the footsteps of Moses, of John the Baptist. He is leading to the voice of life. He will speak about me, and you too will speak about me. It works. And they went in the upper room. And what did they hear in the upper room? They were hearing the Holy Spirit. And when they encountered the voice of the voice, the Holy Spirit, they spoke. You are not going to seek about how you're going to learn to preach. You are going to preach. You're not going to seek for a way to convince unbelievers. You are going to convince them because it's the Holy Spirit who convinces the first Pentecostal church of the upper room. They were men and women. They went to the address of the word. The one who speaks and speaks and speaks. I'd have to say to you, the voice always leads to the true voice. The Lord said to him, the one on whom you see the dove coming down is the one. And when he met him, heaven spoke, this is, this is, this is. 
Heaven spoke about him. Why don't you speak about him while the Father, the Holy Spirit, speak about Jesus, speak about him? Why don't you speak about him? We have been anointed to speak about him, Jesus. When he will come, you will speak about him. You will be my witnesses. You will speak about, about, about him. If the Holy Spirit is in your church, you would speak about Jesus. I'm thinking about men of the Holy Spirit, Osborne, like Branham. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Hallelujah. They spoke about him. I love the four living beings who are in the voice that shakes the foundations of heaven. They spoke about him. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. If only people could receive this message, they would speak about him. I'm thinking about the first Pentecostal church. Men and women, they heard them speaking the wonders of God. The Christ blessed forever. They spoke. They spoke. When he will come, he will speak about me. He will be my witnesses. They spoke in the languages of the earth. There we come back to my greeting with regards to the voice of the Lord that is over many waters. It is the same voice because the many waters are the languages, the peoples, the crowds, the multitudes. And in the upper room, they heard them speaking the languages of the nations. I don't know if you understand me. Then Psalm 29 is fulfilled. The Lord is over many waters. Where I am, my servant will also be. They were with him over many waters. And they spoke. The Bible says the crowd ran to the upper room. They heard them speaking the wonders of God and they were amazed. It is a voice that makes people to speak. This voice that makes people to speak what must be spoken, that people speak what must not be spoken. But when you hear this voice, you will speak what must be spoken. If you are a sinner, what must be spoken is repentance, nothing complicated, no mathematics. Woe to me, I am a man of unclean lips. I am lost, I am undone. You are lost if you are a sinner, you are lost. The best way to speak is to repent. I repent. That is what Isaiah did when he heard the voice. When they heard the voice of the one who heard the voice and who gathered voices, the 120, they were They were cut to their heart. And the one they needed was repentance. He said to them, repent and you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is the voice of the voice. I'll try to speak to you it was a missionary voice when the missionary when the when the prophet Isaiah heard the voice received the voice he became a missionary whom shall I send when Jesus heard the voice at John the Baptist's place he too became a a missionary voice. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has sent me to preach good news, become missionaries. And Jesus says, you receive the Holy Spirit. You'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, until the ends of the earth. Because this voice is a voice that goes around the earth. It will make you a missionary. Like the Samaritan woman became a missionary. 
She went in the city. Go in your city and speak about him. When you hear this voice, you will become missionaries because it is a missionary voice. Let me read in Job 37. It is a missionary voice that goes around the earth and is going to make you to go around the earth. When Jesus received the revelation of the missionary voice, the Bible says what? The Bible is clear. He went from place to place doing good. He became a missionary voice, like the original voice of Job 37, verse 1 to 3. At this, also my heart trembles and lives from his place. Hear attentively the thunder of his voice and the rumbling that comes from his mouth. He sent it forth under the whole heaven and his lightning to the ends of the earth. After it, a voice rose, he thunders with his majestic voice and does not restrain them when his voice is heard. It is a missionary voice. My time is gone. Let me see the last things I needed to speak. I will not say everything. Psalm 29, with regards to the voice that I'm speaking about in my message. Psalm 29, verse 3, the voice of the Lord is over the waters, the God of glory thunders, the Lord is over many waters, the voice of the Lord is powerful, the voice of the Lord is full of majesty, the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars, yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon, it is a voice when you speak in a city, the superior demonic spirits will be broken down, they will be broken down. Break them by the voice of the Lord. If it shakes the heavenly house foundation, what about evil spirits? The six, he makes them to skip like a calf. It is a voice that raises, that lifts heavy demonic weights. This is the voice of the Lord. Listen to me well. The voice of the Lord in John the Baptist was a voice that walls, leveling mountains and hills, heavy weights, things will no longer be heavy by the voice of the Lord. If you have the revelation of this voice, he will carry them. This is the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 7, the voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. Fire. Baptize the cities in tongues of fire by the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm thinking about this. When Peter was speaking in Cornelius' house, they received, they received the flames of fire. Says they received the Holy Spirit like us on the first day when he spoke with the voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. No more wilderness, no more desert in your churches. They will be filled if you speak. Hallelujah. Speak. Speak. This was the end of the desert of Corinth. When Jesus advised to the apostle Paul, speak, speak. I have many people in the city. 
et ça it, he went to speak et, et, and there was a shaking the desert was shaken there are many visions can speak here the voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare it will help you to birth churches speak there will be four don't seek to be where churches are full go to an empty hole and begin to speak because it makes the it makes, it makes the desert to shake and it bless voices this is the voice of the lord may god bless you but i would love that you should pray so that the voice of the lord should bring down the demonic powers in your city like jesus of nazareth as he prayed in john 12 father glorify your name you know the god of glory who is on many waters whose voice is powerful what did the people hear? They heard the voice of thunders. And that voice was going to bring out, to take, to take out the prince of the world, chase demons by the voice of the Lord. There are people who don't know that when I preach, I am chasing demons from your cities, from your nations, from your families. Because Jesus prayed the voice was heard as thunder and they was bringing down they will be brought down they will be thrown out and my and me when i will be lifted up i will attract all men to me throw the prince of the world out throw him out throw him out by the voice of the lord that is over many waters a man and a man Let's try.